Today's Misha All Access podcast episode is going to focus on Misha's social media presence. And if you are a follower of social media and have been following Misha for a while on social media, you might notice, like I did at one time, that there was a distinct change in the approach at some point. So today we're just going to talk about what is that approach? How does Misha handle their social media? Because as a very biased individual, I think it's pretty doggone awesome. And so joining me today is Jennifer Bethman. She is our coordinator for digital media. Welcome to the show. Hello. Now, Jennifer is not a guest to the show. She is the mastermind behind the show. She, <laughs> While you hear my voice a lot, Jennifer is the one that makes that palatable for the people to listen to because oftentimes I misspeak or we say things we shouldn't say or it wasn't accurate or I've even had a date wrong and she'll come she she actually can fix it with her editing so Jennifer is the the mastermind behind the Michelle All Access podcast she makes sure everything gets edited and packaged and uploaded when it goes out into the universe it's because Jennifer sends it there so well done with that but we're not Thank talking you. about that today That's right. we're talking about social media that's another thing you do so yes. I, I said at the top you know things are changing they changed at some point with our social media and maybe you can talk us through what is our approach or was there a decision at some point to make things different in our social media kind of profile? In the last several years, we definitely have changed our approach to our social media and trying to be more intent with the programming and the content that we're putting out there, trying to give more transparency maybe to what we are, try to make people understand a little bit about what Misha is, what Misha does, a little bit more behind the scenes per se as far as what we do, not just at the championships, but on our daily basis, whether it's the Mission 101s, our uh, relationship with the MIAA, sports medicine, the things that we do that a lot of people don't see throughout the school year and just try to highlight some of that stuff as much as we do the championships. But we have definitely tried to just be more intentional. We really wanted to share a lot more of what we do with, with the membership, with the association. Yeah. And if I go on social media and I see a post from Misha, perhaps not during a championship or not in, you know, right, right next to a championship, it might appear that whoever's in charge of social media woke up that day and said, oh, let's highlight this. Is that how we do it just as it comes to us? Or how do we decide what goes out? So we can look at our calendar and and look at the events that we have scheduled, meetings that we have planned, things that are going on, and make a kind of a game plan. So a lot of that stuff is predetermined. We know what we're going to want to cover. And then there are other things that will just kind of come up. Just the other day, that picture that we posted to our social medias recently was a softball player fist bumping an official. And it was just a photo that somebody had sent to the Facebook message and just wanted to recognize their child. And so it was just an impromptu, let's share this. And it has turned into an incredible post and the reach and the messaging that that has had was amazing, not totally unexpected. And it was, but it was a random thing that we just kind of came across and did. But the majority of what we're doing is pre-planned and pre-scheduled. Explain the term reach and messaging. So you use the example that we posted recently with the softball player fist bumping the official. And you said the reach and messaging has been huge. So what does that mean? So the reach has a lot to do with the interaction and then the sharing. So if somebody sees that image and they share it, whether it be that parent 
takes the post that we posted and share it or the school or somebody else that recognizes that student and shares it and then says, hey, I saw you, that spreads out into their friends who follows them, who sees the things they post. So that just extends our reach out. So that's the number of people that have seen that post. And so our reach for that one has been, I think it's almost up to 30,000 at this point. Each platform would have its own diagnostics in regards to what that post's reach was for its platform. So for Facebook, 30,000 people have seen that post. And then you have the comments with the messaging and the people saying, you know, this is what we need to see more of, and it's great to see this, or way to go. And that just furthers the message of the good sportsmanship that we were trying to celebrate. Are you reading every single comment on every single platform? Yes. Okay. And is there any time where you react or respond or what what happens when things go south? It is hard to separate yourself from the message and know that it's not personal because a lot of times it, it's hard not to take anything that you put a lot of time and effort into and not it be personal to you. So it's really hard sometimes when something comes across where somebody wants to complain or make a comment about poor officiating or a poor outcome of a game or something that they, a ruling that they don't like that we have. It's hard not to take that personal, but you do have to separate yourself from that and understand that in that time and place for that person, there's a reason they feel that way, but it's not about you. Yeah. Most people have no idea you're the one that posted that or exactly <laughs> someone from our office. You exactly. Know, they don't, there's not a human face to that they're making that comment based on their own circumstances in that moment and that is difficult to understand when you personally are putting so much into it our office is putting so much into what we do and knowing that the officials and the coaches and the kids and the parent you know there's a Mm -hmm. lot you know if you if you bash a a post about a softball player fist bumping a an official there that's a lot I mean, that's a lot. You're talking about say, a lot going on. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the graphic representations. So our posts are always professionally presented. We use graphics. We have a consistent theme, mm-hmm. even though every post is different. You see the graphics and you, you think this all kind of ties together. And how do we do that? How do we design our posts? A lot of times we'll look at if it's a post in regards to a championship, then we will try to take some of that same color schemes or theme or pattern to that look, whether it's t-shirt art, that's a big one that we'll use to try to build a lot of the graphics that we'll put on social media when it comes time to a game schedule or a, a game result. We'll try to mimic the color schemes, fonts and things like that and try to incorporate some of the artwork into our digital and we'll use multiple platforms to build that a lot of it will post straight out of canva we can upload those graphics whether it's built in photoshop or in canva or any other paint program or desktop publishing program we can import those graphics in there and then post straight out to our social media from that during events and we're very fast (laughs) try to be very fast sometimes i can only type so fast but the ones that are the hardest are wrestling mm-hmm. and track and field when you have awards presentations that are back to back to back to back and you've got lots of kids names being listed and lots of schools and lots of results to enter in there but all that does get done by hand mm-hmm. 
and but we pre we, we, we pre-build the graphic pre-build the graphic but the results yeah. and, and the final final yeah. post is all right. updated by hand right the photography we're posting loads <laughs> of photography yeah. every time we are at a championship um yeah definitely so who's taking those pictures and are we posting everything? Are we editing? What are we doing with the photography? So most of the photography is done through our department as well. So it would be myself and then the graphic designer. We had someone last year that helped us with that. We have a new person in this year, so she'll get that training and she'll be helping with the photography. Our graphic designer will. So we'll be posting pictures from events and then we'll literally for hours and hours and days and days after a championship pour through thousands of photos to try to find the best two or three hundred pictures for a Facebook album and we will edit and we will crop and and try to fix some of them don't require a whole lot of editing but some of them if we like the picture but there's something that needs to be fixed we'll we'll fix it and then all of that gets posted up to Facebook and free to anyone and free to anyone so you and your team are putting in hours and hours and hours trying to take pictures of kids you don't know mm -hmm. <laughs> at championships trying to make the picture look as good as you can possibly make it and then posting it for free on facebook we could probably sell them but we don't right we, we give them away right We'll have schools that'll reach out occasionally and ask for the original. They want to use it either in their yearbook or they want to get a blow up print of it, make a poster out of it or something. So we'll send them the original file free of charge. You can take it off of the Facebook immediately by just right clicking and saving the picture and you can save it to your own computer and print, share, post, do whatever you want with them, but they are completely free. We do the same thing for the officials as well. So we don't just get pictures of the kids in action, but we also get pictures of our officials in action and have officials albums that are celebrating what they're doing in the championships as well. Why would we do all that? If you don't do this job and you don't love it for that reason, then I I, I don't know. It's it's I enjoy the, it, it's not, I wouldn't call it people watching, but I, I enjoy sitting back and, and observing how these moments are impacting kids and their families and their parents. I watched a mom last year at cross country cry as her daughter crossed the, I'm getting ready to cry right now, crossing the finish line. And I just caught this moment between this family and I don't know, I just feel like I, I think it needs to be celebrated because it's too easy to focus on the bad outcomes and I just want to push the positive message and the good outcomes and the good stories to try to outweigh the bad. Thank you. <laughs> Thank it's you. not just me, people. It is <laughs> no. uh, it, it we we have an office full of people who uh, who do what they do because uh, because it's important. It's important to yeah push the good message as you say it's important to celebrate what kids are doing it's important to celebrate what schools are doing and families and we do heavily focus on our championships mm -hmm. but one of our focus areas in the last year has been how can we highlight the everyday within our season sports and activities because it's just a very narrow band mm -hmm. <laughs> of our schools and our, our student athletes and our musicians and our scholar bowl students who are ending up in the final site we call it the final site the championships we view the celebration of the championships as a celebration and a recognition of all 
of the athletes or all of the of the musicians that are doing this on a day-to-day basis and mm-hmm. and i like to say it's the jv kid on a tuesday afternoon you know yeah. Even though that's our intention, when it comes down to it, the, the images are of the championship teams. They're the, the final four. They're of those who made it through these tournaments. You're the best of your class. And we, we don't have all the answers yet, but we are always thinking we want to make sure we're highlighting our schools and all schools, not just the schools that make it to the, to the end. And that's one of the things, it, Jennifer, you've done a great job trying to think about how we do that. And we don't have good answers because we have almost 900 member schools. And how do you how do you highlight those? And we have had a lot of cool ideas. Yep. <laughs> we could do, you know, a school a week. Well, do the math. Right. We talked about <laughs> We've that talked one. We've talked about yeah. that. And it's going to take a long time. We could go ahead and do that. But is that as effective as we want to be? Right. And so if you're listening to the podcast, we want you to know that our intention, our heart on every time we post something having to do with kids or schools or coaches or officials is that we're highlighting one to celebrate many and that we try to make sure we're never just seeing those who are in front of us, but those who didn't make it, who may not have made it out of the first round of districts or who have made it, made it all the way to that quarterfinal game right. and not been there and it's difficult to do that it's difficult to to feel that way if you're if you're a kid on a team you know you you're softball and and you're seeing all these this cool experience that the final four is happening and my team was so, so close and you know that's that's painful but we we see you we know you're there yeah. <laughs> we know that these teams had a lot of experiences coming to this two three day tournament and so we continue to kind of think about how can we do that? How can we celebrate what's happening in our sports and activities across the board, all the way around the state, and what kids are doing, what coaches are doing. There's a story behind every runner that crosses that line. There's a story behind every team that shows up at the first round of districts or the, the championship game. So there are so many stories to tell and one of the ways we do it you know kind of the main way we do it right now is through our social media and we're on facebook twitter instagram and recently added we we have a little bit of tiktok Mm -hmm. going on right yes okay we dabble in we dabble in tiktok yes yeah (laughs) we're not we're not as uh (laughs) we're not as down with it with as the kids <laughs> we had a, a graphic designer who did an amazing she job. did an amazing job with that and a lot of that was cool because of the interaction with the students while they were at the event she figured out ways to get them to engage and maybe take their mind off the pressure of the moment yeah exactly it is great to get the kids and in, in involved in that as well yeah well jennifer our social media is something you should be proud of it's incredible it's professional. I think it reflects the heart that you've just reflected to us in this podcast. And I hope that there are parents and, and students and coaches and administrators and teachers out there who who can see it and connect with it that, okay, okay, they're, they're seeing what we're doing. And that's our hope. We yes. want to make sure that we always keep that in, in focus as well. We we do put on championships. That's part of what we do. But we understand that the championship is the culmination of a full season's experience for thousands and thousands of kids. And if we can highlight that on our social media, that's what we're going to do. So thank you, Jennifer, for talking with us today. Yeah. We'll have you on again to talk about other things. We've got lots of ideas. So yeah. thank you for listening today to the Misha All Access podcast. 
This is Dr. Jennifer Ruckstead, the Executive Director of the Missouri State High School Activities Association. Thank you for listening to the Misha All Access podcast and having an interest in Missouri high school activities and athletics. If you enjoyed today's episode of the Misha All Access podcast or any of the episodes in this podcast, please consider subscribing or liking with your favorite podcast provider. It helps other people find us, and we really appreciate you listening and supporting the Missouri State High School Activities Association.